0: Welcome to The Expositor Podcast with Dr. Stephen J. Lawson. Dr. Lawson is the founder and president of One Passion Ministries. The Expositor Podcast is focused on taking your preaching to the next level. Now, here's Dr. Lawson. You're watching Expositor Podcast or listening to it. I'm Steve Lawson, and I'm so glad that you've joined us for this session. We want to talk about how to write your sermon and in a previous podcast, we began talking about this, this discipline of putting your observations and your initial findings into a final form that you would take into the pulpit. And this is very important because as expositors, we have nothing in the pulpit except an open Bible and what are these notes that are in front of us. And so whatever appears on these notes is vitally important to us because um, it's just that and our Bible um, as we stand to preach. And I want to continue to talk a little bit about how to, to write your, your sermon. And as you're thinking about how to state what you are going to be preaching, um, I want you to think about putting it in a compelling form. Uh, In in other words, the goal of your sermon is to move people to action, to move people to trust God, to move people to obey God, uh, to move people to confess their sin or to repent, uh, to move people to take up their cross and to, to follow the Lord Jesus Christ. And so as you're writing out your sermon, again, the goal is not just simply information The goal is the transformation of the life and the motivation that should be instilled in them to pursue this course of action. And just some things for you to think about as you are writing out your sermon to be as compelling as possible. I would urge you to use um, active verbs as opposed to passive verbs. Uh, The more your verbs can be Um, action-oriented, the more compelling your preaching can be. Um, I would urge you to use vivid words that just almost splash a picture onto the canvas of their mind, that they can visually see uh, what you're saying, that you're not using just flat, generic words, but, but, but very vivid words. I would also urge you to learn to use figures of speech um, as you speak. Um, A great help to you would be to read the Psalms and to be familiar with the some 35 different figures of speech that are used in the book of Psalms. Um, The psalmist is a master uh, poet who is able to communicate with vivid pictures and images what he is trying to say. For example, Psalm 1, the righteous man is like a tree firmly planted by streams of water. Its leaf never withers. It bears fruit in every season. You can visualize that. <laughs> the wicked are not so. They're like the chaff that, is, that are driven by the, the wind. You can see and visualize that. Or later in the book of Psalms, uh, Psalm 42, as the deer pants after the water brook. So does my heart pant after you, oh God. The more you can learn to use metaphors, similes, analogies, I think the more um, effective your communication in the sermon will be. I think one thing you'll note is that effective preachers have learned how to use word pictures as they communicate, and as you're writing your sermon notes, you can begin to incorporate those into your manuscript. The next thing I would encourage you to do is to alternate your vocabulary. And by that, I mean, do not keep using the same words over and over and over again. After you've used a word, you know, three or four times, it's beginning to to, to lose its punch and, and impact. And even if you use a word, the same word a second time, I would want some space in between uh, the usage of that, of that same word. I think you'll find that a thesaurus or a synonym finder will be in a tremendous help to you in your, in your sermon writing. And I would encourage you to be upbeat and to be positive. I mean, at the end of the day, we are ministers of the gospel, which means good news, Gellion, good news. We're not those who are bringing only bad news. We do bring bad news, and it's the bad news that makes the good news so attractive and so amazing. But we've got to get to the good news, and so to be um, very positive and, and upbeat. The, the last thing that I would say to you, is as you write your sermon, to put it in what I want to call cohesive form, which means everything fits together as one unit of, of, of thought. From introduction to the main body to the conclusion, there is one big idea. There is one dominant thrust to this sermon. I think we could put it this way, that every effective sermon is a one-point sermon. Uh, you may be thinking, wow, my sermon is three points or four points. And I think I understand what you're saying. You're talking about homiletical headings. And I have homiletical headings. But they all need to be tied together to make one point. There's one driving thrust to this sermon from beginning to end, and each stop in the middle, every part of the sermon is just like a brick, but it all fits together in uh, in making one wall. And so, as you're preparing your sermon, as you're writing your manuscript, this is a very important point, that this sermon is designed to convey one dominant idea, truth, one dominant thought that are, that is found in this passage of Scripture. So, As you write your manuscript, don't be chasing rabbits. Stay on message. Uh, The goal is not to say everything you could possibly think of to say. The more narrow your focus, the more effective will the sermon be. You ought to be able to pour your sermon through a keyhole. Uh, your, Your sermon ought to fit through the eye of a needle as far as a tight, narrow, cohesive focus to it. Some of the most important decisions that you'll make are not what's included in the sermon, but what you have chosen not to include so that this remains a very straight arrow to be on target to the listener's heart. Well, God bless you. Thank you for joining us uh, for Expositor Podcast. I hope you'll continue to be a regular part of our discussing expository preaching. God bless you.